Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is Autoline Daily for February 17, Friday, and now the news. The U.S. Department of Transportation is proposing new guidelines to limit driver distraction. It wants to reduce the complexity, the length, and the amounts of inputs, and it wants to limit them to one hand only and not require a driver to glance away for more than two seconds. It also wants to disable certain devices unless the vehicle is in park, including text messaging, internet browsing, navigation entry, and 10-digit phone dialing. Well, hallelujah! Maybe this means I won't have to go through a three-step process just to go from AM to FM, like on the Mercedes E-Class that I'm test driving this week. As we reported yesterday, GM posted record earnings, and that's going to translate into a bonanza for its UAW workers. Each one will get a $7,000 profit-sharing check that's going to provide a big economic stimulus for the communities where those workers work. Fiat already announced that it's going to sell the Doblo commercial van in the U.S. Fred Diaz, the CEO of the Ram brand, told Autoline that they're also considering bringing in the Daily and Ducato as well. But it sure looks like more than just a consideration for the Ducato. One of our loyal Autoline Daily viewers snapped these pictures of a Ducato that FedEx is already test driving in Michigan. Keep an eye out, people, and send us any pictures of unusual vehicles that you see out there on the road. Porsche is getting ready to launch another SUV. We've known about the Cajun for some time now, but the company just released a few more details about it. Most importantly, it's dropping that working title in favor of a name that does not conjure up the image of a Louisiana hillbilly. The Cajun is now officially called the Macan, and rumors suggest it will share the same architecture and other major parts with the Audi Q5. Not a bad thing. The Macan will be built in Leipzig, Germany, and will report more details on the car when they become available. Tesla is already supplying Daimler with battery packs for the electric version of the smart car, and in another vote of confidence, Mercedes-Benz will use a Tesla-built powertrain for an upcoming EV. According to the technology blog GigaOM.com, the deal includes the whole shooting match the battery pack, the electric motor, the gearbox, and software. As for which Benz model gets the electric guts, your guess is as good as ours. And in related news, Mercedes and Renault are going to swap platforms. We've known for some time that the next Smart will be on a Renault platform, but now Renault's going to get the Mercedes architecture to develop a luxury car. You know, between this Renault and Mercedes and Tesla tie-up, it shows just how difficult it is for one automaker to go it alone anymore. Three years ago, as the American auto industry was plummeting into its worst sales decline in history, many people said it will never recover. 
But on AutoLine this week, I have three chief economists who beg to differ. Here's Mustafa Mahataram, chief economist with General Motors, commenting on this topic. No matter how you look at it, we had a bubble in the economy. But I think people, people always tend to overdo optimism at the top and pessimism at the bottom. I think things got so bad over the last three years after the Lehman Brothers collapse that people just seem to be extrapolating from that that things will always be bad or things won't get back to where they were. We hear that at every recession. Also joining me on this week's show are Ellen Hughes Cromwick, the chief economist at Ford, and Charlie Chesbro from IHS Automotive. They say we are going to see record sales in the American market by the middle of this decade. And you can watch that entire interview right now at Autoline.tv. I'm Seamus McElroy in Las Vegas, Nevada, and coming up, a look at two of Hyundai's latest vehicles. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Manufacturers have a lot of new product coming out this calendar year, and Seamus McElroy is out on the West Coast driving some of it. Here's a first look at a couple of new models from one hot brand. John, we're in Gambler's Paradise, Las Vegas, Nevada, the car company that seems to be hitting the jackpot with each new release, Hyundai. We've got two of their new vehicles to look at, the Genesis Coupe and its all-new full-size sedan. Uh, the Azera is all-new, it's a full model change for the 2012 model year. As you can see from the exterior, it's completely redesigned, uh, now adopting our fluidic sculpture, Hyundai's fluidic sculpture design language. So it's got a very sleek body and uh, inside profile. Um, and the interior has been completely redone as well. And now the interior, now the interior features a wide shaped uh, uh, dashboard that is a dual cockpit like design. And the powertrain is on you too. It's now a 3.3 liter gasoline direct injection V6 engine. Uh, so it has 293 horsepower and 255 pound foot of torque, which makes it very competitive within the segment. Uh, in addition, a fuel economy ratings of 20 MPG City, 29 MPG Highway, and 23 combined, those are all segment leading. Hyundai says it designed the Azera to fit comfortably where you usually see their pricier competition park. But one place you won't see it run is on the racetrack. That's reserved for the sportier Genesis Coupe. So as you can see from the front face of the vehicle, completely new front fascia, new hood, new headlamps, and all new available LED daytime running lights for a bolder and more aggressive styling. And on the rear, we have LED rear taillights as well, new 18-inch and 19-inch wheels, and really significant improvement on the powertrain side. 2.0 turbo four-cylinder now incorporates a twin-scroll type turbocharger and a larger, higher-capacity intercooler, and so it makes 274 horsepower and 275 pound-foot of torque, class-leading four-cylinder power. On the 3.8-liter V6 side, we've added direct injection technology, and in addition to the two-stage variable induction system, it now produces 348 horsepower for the V6, so very impressive. In addition, we have a new 8-speed automatic transmission as well as a significantly enhanced 6-speed manual. Both vehicles will be in dealerships this spring. The Genesis Coupe comes out in March, while the Azera comes out a month later in April. I'll have a deeper dive into both of these vehicles in an upcoming Autoline Daily. In Pahrumpth, Nevada, I'm Seamus McElroy. Thanks for that report, Seamus. 
Well, you know, it's Friday, and you also know what that means. Another episode of Roundabout at Autoline.tv. Here's the host, Craig Cole. Tonight, we'll tell you about the latest Chinese fad that allows the People's Republic to skirt those annoying seatbelt alarms. Plus, we've got a look at what it was like to drive around New York City in 1928 with our Roundabout Rearview segment. Check out all that as well as a new game of Dungeons and Dealers at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at, where else? Autoline.tv. And that wraps up this week's reports on the latest developments in the global automotive industry. We thank you for your time, and we'll see you next week. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.